Welcome to EarthWise, Reflections on Earth-Based Spirituality. I'm Anu Dudley with a piece about getting it right on Konkum Comic. I have taken a lot of wilderness canoe trips in the past, but one particular adventure stands out in my memory. We had been up on Lake Konkumgamek for a week in May after ice out. Everything had been great, no bugs, no people, fish every night for supper, but the weather had been cool and overcast, and we were starting to miss our dry home and warm wood stove, so we packed up and made the long paddle down the lake to where we had parked the truck. Thus began the 24-hour ordeal of trying to get it right on Konkumgamek. After unloading the canoe, we decided spur of the moment to just explore Loon Stream at the southern end of the lake. The wind had picked up out of the northeast, but we thought it would just blow us down the lake and then we could hug the lee shore coming back. After all, it was only a four-mile round trip. But by the time we got to Loon Stream, the wind was whipping up whitecaps, so we paddled upstream into the woods to wait for the wind to die down. The wind often subsides as the sun begins to set, but not in a nor'easter, which was what was brewing. In the late afternoon, we paddled back downstream and were dismayed to find the wind pushing two-foot-high swells into the mouth of the stream. Even if we could battle our way through two miles of white-capped two-foot swells, there was the very real danger of capsizing in the icy cold water. We might line the canoe out, pulling it along the shore, but the high water level from the spring melt meant we'd be slogging over flooded shoreline, with the wind driving the canoe against the rocky shore. The only thing we could do was spend the night in the woods and wait for the storm to abate. After all, how much worse could it get? Now, my friends, don't ever say how much worse could it get, for no sooner had we said it than it began to rain heavy and cold. We had no tent, no food, and less than two hours of daylight left to secure ourselves for the long night ahead. I love the part in fairy tales where the heroine finds three random things in her pocket that eventually save her life. We had brought a nearly empty camping box in the canoe with just lunch and coffee, but in it I also found a small saw, a mylar space blanket, and a main gazetteer. With the saw, we cut up enough firewood to keep the blaze going all night. We turned the canoe upside down and laid our PFDs under it to sit on. With the mylar space blanket, we wrapped ourselves up under the canoe and took turns dozing and keeping the fire going. We made it through the night, but by five in the morning, the wind had still not let up, and it started to snow. This is the part of the story where you realize you're going to have to do something heroic. We were going to have to walk around the lake, through the unfamiliar woods, to get back to the truck. That is when we pulled our third gift, the gazetteer, out of the box. It showed that if we went southwest through the woods, we would come to an old skidder road, and this would lead to a logging road, which would get us back to where we left our truck. Keeping the snow blowing onto the left sides of our faces, we set off into the underbrush, and after an hour or so, we found the old skitter road, made more visible by the light layer of new snow. But in the snow, we also noticed fresh bear tracks heading to the right. 
It was as if the bear was our fairy godmother, guiding us. She seemed to say, No sensible person would follow me. Go to the opposite direction. So we went left and eventually found the logging road and after several more miles came back to the truck, finally getting it right on Konkumgamak. A week later, we went back to get the canoe and we lived happily ever after. Blessed be. You've been listening to Earthwise, Reflections on Earth-Based Spirituality. I'm Anu Dudley.